Hi, this is Mark. You're about to listen to my show. For the first time, maybe the second, either way, it's a pre-record, so you can't call in. Don't get tempted. I know it's exciting, but you can call in live every Tuesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here at 12radio.com. Enjoy the show. And hello, everybody, and happy Tuesday. This is so much fun. I can't believe it's Tuesday already, and here we are. I hope you're enjoying your cycle. This is September. It has been a crazy cycle. It's been crazy fun, crazy, crazy. I mean, for my reality alone, I had to set up something where I I supported myself a little differently than I normally do. And I'll tell you about that in a minute. But before I launch into it, will you get over here and come into the chat room? I'm going to actually try to join you in the chat room today. Um, you got to go to 12radio.com, and when you get to 12radio.com and after you hit the Listen Now button, now there's several ways to listen to us now. by now. You know that, right? If you have an iPhone, you can listen to us on the app, the 12radio app. And I can't afford to go to, to Android yet, so give me a break here, guys. You can get it, Live 365 app. You can download that and look for 12radio. You can get us on TuneIn. TuneIn. Uh, app is amazing. It's very clear as well. So a lot of ways to listen to us and 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 the the lineup and the people coming on board. I have to tell you, warms my heart. The one two radio gig is just. I'd rather be here sometimes than anywhere else. One because it keeps me really connected to you, and I get to feel you guys, and I get to see you, and it, that part is just a, just an amazing joy. And the second thing is that it adds. Um, the voices of the people that work at One Two Listen, my advisors the, that have their commitment to you, to us, to well-being, and they get to talk too, and you get to hear all that all twenty-four hours a day. I mean, we used to be like music at night. Now we're just like we have music here and there because some people love music so much that they like some of the advisors. They like to make little packets of music and put them up. But for the most part, we're about replays, archives, and giving you us when you want us on demand. Hi, Robin in the chat room. Hi, Karen, Maureen, Judy, Kathy, and 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 and, and a different Judy. No, is that the same Judy? Yes, Judy. Hey, that's so sweet. She's saying hi to people. And I'm just reading names. There's Jamie Zoe Givens. Mwah. There's Deborah Dodson and April Joy. Mwah. I got made fun of for blowing y'all kisses, and now I'm going to blow you kisses no matter what. Good to see all of you. Hi, Gail, Terry, Gamble, mwah, K-Dragon, mwah, Jane, Barbone, mwah. See you guys. And Jay Elizabeth, mwah. All right. I'm kissing you. Thank you. Welcome, 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 welcome to the show. I am excited to be here because this is September 1st. We are rolling into autumn. And yesterday, I'm telling you, in my reality, opened up the floodgates. It did. Now, here's why it opened up the floodgates. Because on Sunday, me and my team of amazing advisors that want to listen, agreed to something on Saturday. Can you believe that? We agreed to hold a spiritual intent of goodwill, to hold a spiritual intent of of keeping comments that are are negative to other people and about other people to to non-existent for one week. Just seven-day diet. That's all it is, seven-day diet. Now, we're not going to stop at seven days, but we're doing a seven-day diet. And then later in October, we'll look at increasing that. We're going to just play with this. And guess what happened on the day I started yesterday? First phone call I get, I had to staple my tongue to my lip so I wouldn't talk. Because I wanted to go, I wanted just to agree and go off. It, it was a family member. And I was just like, I want to go here with you. And I can't, I just can't. 
And so I, 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 I say a little prayer, like, okay, like, help me look at this differently. And um, uh, magic would happen. But I'm telling you, it was the whole day. And I realized my true addiction to being a little snarky, okay? Conference locked. Now, the conference is locked because you've called in, and you've called in enough. And hopefully, you're being fair and calling in once. (laughs) And um, I want you, and I will take your calls. I will definitely do what I can to take your calls and um, speak to you today. Because I want to, because I want to work with you on today. I want us to understand astrology a little better, and I've come up with a plan. Yes, indeed. Mary Kennedy just saw your gorgeous face. Love you. Hey. Um, and I wanted to give you guys this um, this uh, platform where we can be on the same page with astrology. Now, I'm not going to learn all the nuances and all the subtleties and all that stuff, right? But we are – I think if I can give you this little piece, it will help us be on the same page of what we are learning, okay? Like just so we can go together with it. Now, I did put a chart – on the front of, um, oh, look at Christy. Christy, you know, Christy's amazing, you guys. Mercy, I see you too, baby. <laughs> I have to give you a big kiss. Um, the Christy put a um, chart that I put up on my Facebook page. My Facebook page is facebook.com slash my name, Mark Hustle. That's the public page. I also have a five private page. I don't even know what the address of that is, but if you find it, the difference is in the middle initial because Facebook wouldn't let me rename my fan page because... They said they didn't see why it was similar. Mark S. Hassan and Mark Hassan. They said they don't see a similarity in that. And, you know, Facebook, final word, who am I to argue with the brilliant minds at Facebook? So you figure it out and you can you can friend me if you want. Uh, I get snarky now, but I'm trying this week not to be too bad. But I can be snarky about general things just to make you all laugh, right? We have to have that. So Christy put this chart up that I put on my Facebook page, and it's just a simple wheel. It's a circle, and in that circle there you'll see the word Virgo, and you'll see these lines. And you're like, what the heck, right? No, I'm sure you're not. You're probably like, oh, well, here he goes again. But I want you, those of you that have any interest at all in the understanding what it means when I say the moon is at two degrees of Virgo, how you're going to run over your chart and see how it's going to affect you. So we're going to have a mini lesson today. I think it's cool, right? Okay, so let's have a mini lesson. Get that. Now, Christy put it up in the chat room. Now, if you're not a part of our chat room, you go to 12radio.com. You click the chat button. It catapults you over to the Facebook private chat room where if you're not a member yet, you have to ask for permission to be a member. And um, you, uh, someone will let you in. Just knock on the door. And the reason we do it this way is so you can post things and not have the world see what you're posting. It's a private room. Okay, but if you act up, we can kick you out of that private room, and 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 we aren't looking forward to that moment. Okay, now if you look in the room or on my Facebook page, you'll see the wheel. And now, if you're listening to this as a replay, which will replay tonight, and it will also be in the archives, because another thing that Christy does is she gets these ready for me to upload into an archive, so you can listen to them anytime you want. We keep our archives now for about six months. And so you can go back in time and hear shows you missed. Now, that wheel, that circle, I want to talk to you about that circle. So everybody get it if you can. Everybody get it. Now, I've given you simple, simple information, just simple information. I've given you a circle. On the outside of that circle, I put little symbols of the zodiac. 
you have some that looks just like this. When we run your birth chart, it will look like this, except we'll put your planets in the middle, symbols of planets. But I want you to just take a minute and, and, and take this in. And I want you to look at the nine o'clock position in the outside of the wheel. The nine o'clock position in my language and your language soon, if you don't already know it, it says 25 and then a symbol of an M with a, the end of the M coming back across the, the toward the left. That's the symbol of Virgo. So that means at nine o'clock, the nine o'clock position, which is going to be the, the, the one horizontal on the left-hand side says 25 Virgo. And basically that line below that line is the first house in astrology. And we're going counterclockwise. Now listen, the next one says 25 Libra. Now they all won't be in the 20s and 25s. It just was a coincidence today, right? Just to make it easy for you. I guess the universe wanted you to have it easy. So that second line, the line that's at, um, that would be eight o'clock position says 25 Libra. And the one below that says 24 Scorpio with the M with the tail sticking up. And at the very bottom, you have 24 Sag. You with me? You with me so far? You with me so far? Okay, those are maps. That's all it is. The 25 Virgo at the 9 o'clock position, the 25 Virgo at, the, at, the, at that horizontal position, below it, going counterclockwise, right under it is 26 Virgo. And right under that is 27 Virgo. And right under that is 28 Virgo. And it goes all the way to 29 Virgo, and then it flips into zero Libra. Okay, and that's all taking place in that first little segment. That's the first house. I meant to put the house numbers there, and I didn't. So if I tell you something's at 25 Virgo, you're looking at this chart, you see it at the 9 o'clock position. If I tell you it's at 26 Virgo, that's your reference point, the 25, 26 is right below it. If I told you it was 28 Virgo, it would be below it in the first house. So right there, still in that first little chunk. If I told you it was 29 Virgo, first house right there in that first little chunk. But what if I told you something in the sky was at 23 Virgo? It would go in the behind house, the house above it, the little section of pie above it. That's the 12th house. So if you count these little houses counterclockwise, at 9 o'clock, the first little piece of pie is 1. Second piece of pie is 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 is, is, is right, right around the 3, uh, 4 o'clock position. And then seven right above the chart. And then eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. 12 is the 12th house. It's where that 23 degree of Virgo would land. If I told you a planet was at 23 degrees of Virgo, and if your chart was looked like this, which it won't. Okay, placement of the planets in the charts. It's a map. Now, just for fun, I'm going to tell you that, that imagine that there's a planet at 27 Libra. Libra, Libra, 27 Libra. You look at this wheel and you go, hmm, if 25 is the line of the second house, 26 goes into that second house, going counterclockwise, 27 must be in the second house. So if Mark said Mercury was at 27 Libra, it would be in that second house. That's exactly right. Now, why do you need to know that? And are you getting it? I'm going to quiz you. I'm going to quiz you. I'm, we're all going to quiz you. I'm going to give you some planets, a place in here so you can get to today's chart. Okay. But why do you need to know that? Because when you look at your wheel and you look at your 9 o'clock position, you will see your map and you will see how it's broken down too. So you could be anything. You could be like uh, zero degree Aries. You could be a 10 degree Taurus. You could be a 15 degree Cancer at that 9 o'clock position. 
And every single line that goes down your house, every single line that goes in this, that makes that piece of pie for you, tells us about where we are in space. So when I tell you something's happening in the sky to a certain degree, you get to find it in here. So let's practice. I'm going to give you some of today's real-time planets. <laughs> you got it. We're going to take a break, you guys, so you can hear me better. Be right back. Hi, everybody. It's Mark. And we're having technical difficulties. Well, temporary technical difficulties. And it shouldn't be long at all before our super producer brings your host back online. So just give us a minute. And in the meantime, enjoy this awesome song about how we feel from the Walker Brothers. I'm back, you guys. We want to make sure that sound is crystal clear so you can hear me. And if it gets crackly again, we're going to sign off and do it again. So just bear with us so we can get this sound perfect for you, okay? It's that, it's that electrical energy in the air, right? Okay, so here's the deal. I'm going to give you some planets, and I want you to place them in that chart that I gave you. Okay, so here we go. Today, the moon, right now, the moon at 12 degrees of Sagittarius. So get your eyes over to that chart. Virgo is at the 9 o'clock position. Look for Sag, which is an arrow. Looks like a red arrow with a line through the, the, line, you know, the, the bottom line of it. And if you look, I'm going to help you with this one. You go down to the very bottom of the chart, the 6 o'clock position, and you see 24 Sag. And if we're going counterclockwise, it gets increasing in number. Then where would 12 degrees of Sag? Well, if 24 is at that fourth house bottom position 25 goes to the right into that house fully the fourth house so 12 must go into the third house so if you said third house you did good and if you didn't you get back here and put in mars at 22 degrees of scorpio mars 22 degrees of scorpio scorpio looks like an m with a tail the point up not curves in okay so if 24 degrees of Scorpio is at that third house cusp, 22 must be in that second house. So where would 18 Scorpio be? I'm going to let you answer it for yourself. Four, three, two, one. The answer is second house. So Saturn and Mars and... Saturn and Mars are in the second house. The moon is in the third house. Where is 11 Capricorn going to land here? 11 Capricorn. Okay, so you look around the chart for that weird General Mills symbol. That's what I used to call it, the General Mills symbol. For those of you who know what that is, it's a Capricorn. It's at the 5 o'clock position on this wheel. It says 26 Capricorn. Where is 11 going to be? Do, 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 do. If you said... Fourth house, you were right. So Pluto's in the fourth. Let's put in Neptune. Neptune in Pisces. Neptune's at six degrees of Pisces. Pisces looks like an H. So first locate that little Pisces, that little H symbol on the outside. Yep, that's right, that's right. You're, you found it at what? The three o'clock position. It says 25 Pisces. 
Okay, so we're looking for six Pisces. So if it's 25 Pisces is the cusp of the seventh house at three o'clock, 26 Pisces is going to go up. We go counterclockwise, right? 26 puts it up into the seventh house. 25 puts or 24 puts it in the sixth house below. So obviously six is going to keep it in that sixth house. So if you said Neptune and Pisces was in the sixth house, you're correct. Now pretend this is your chart, and I'm telling you that Jupiter in the sky is at 10 degrees of Leo. You would have to go around and do the same thing. You look for Leo on the outside of the chart. We see it here at the 10 o'clock position. We see Leo at 26 um, degrees of, uh, on the 12th house. Well, if you get going counterclockwise increases in number, going clockwise decreases it, then 10 degrees of Leo must be the 11th house. So that puts Jupiter in the 11th house. But Venus is at 26 Leo, 26.12 to be exact. And if you look at this wheel, 26.3 is the 12th house. So Venus landed into the 12th house. And lastly, the sun in Virgo, 10 degrees. Where's 10 degrees of Virgo? It's in the 12th. Man, you guys are good. You're fast learners. Now, your chart is the same way. If you have a chart and you see the wheel and you look at the 9 o'clock position, any of the positions of those lines, they tell you what part of the ruler the constellation is. It helps you as a guidepost to put planets in. Do you realize that's kind of the only reason we, we put the degrees around the outside of the wheel so we'll know where to put the planets on the inside of the wheel? Okay, I'll get feedback from you if that helped you or confused you or confused the heck out of you. But right now, I want you to understand you are in a Sag Moon time period. You are absolutely um, enjoying the um, you're enjoying the uplift from that dark and heavy Scorpio boo where everybody was. I had like three people news of three people, which is you know that's a superstition. But three people who have passed away this week. That I mean that people of people, people who knew people, or a couple of aunts. I mean it was like one of my best friends moms it's like it was incredible the floodgates that opened up under that scorpio moon and um for the first day of september it was like wow people are just sort of like okay they're ready uh but it was intense hey christy let's take a call i'm going to talk to uh cynthia cynthia oh Hey, are you with us? Hey, Mark. It's Cynthia. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Now, you're, it's Cynthia. We just say it that way. You're spelling it a little different, but it just think of it as Cynthia, or is there a TH at the end of it? See, that's exactly right. It's Cynthia. Good to it's talk to you. Different. I got you. I love it. No, that's good. How are you? A little creative. It's very creative. I love that. It makes us think about your name for a minute. You're a Sag next to Neptune. That makes you very creative. And you're also a moon in Cancer and a Libra rising. So how are you, Cynthia? You know, lately I've been going through a pretty chaotic period, and I was wondering if maybe you might see a window where I maybe. I don't know, maybe approach a little bit more of a peaceful area in my life. Um, yeah. Things really going awry for a couple of years now. I'm sorry about that. I'm looking at Pluto sitting exactly on your Venus. 
And Venus is kind of like what, what it sounds like. First of all, it's kind of like our relation to relationships. It's also the part of you that it's at the lowest part of your chart. So it, it suggests a little bit about it can be a connection to your dad. It can also be um, how you want to be perceived. And Pluto is like coming along and going, we have got to tear this up. We have got to get you to the depth of who you are. And we gotta we gotta sort this through, and we gotta we gotta allow you to challenge life and go to what might some might have called the dark night of the soul, and sort of clear some things through. And so we get our actors in a, in 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 agreement, and all the people around us, and we start enacting this stuff to help you start doing some clearing because it's it definitely a purge of of massive dose. Plus, on top of that, we have Neptune opposing your your Mars, and and that's another time of profound it can be profound confusion but it can also be profound spiritual awakening where you're suddenly called to know something bigger than you ever thought you knew and to trust something that you usually don't trust now because you're a sagittarian and because it's next to neptune you are highly highly psychic and you're also very tuned in to this the influences of the environment around you that's number one if you do not handle the environment around you you're going to be a victim to it. So we have to make sure that you create safe space for yourself because you're, a, you're just a psychic sponge. But life is topsy-turvy, Cynthia. It's definitely moving you in a place where I think what it's trying to do is get you to focus this incredible gift you have. You have a gift of, of bringing spirituality to the masses in a very clear way. That's how I would define it. But your way might to be, to be a, uh, it might not be about talking or writing. It could be just about living your life in a way that people notice. So let's, let's refine what I just said to you and see where it fits in and where it doesn't. And, and let's make some progress on how this is, how this makes sense in your ear. Um, that's, it makes so much sense. It's, it actually gave me the chills. Oh, good. You were um, so right on. Um, literally, I mean, I am, I've, been completely into the metaphysical pretty much my entire life. Um, my father, I've had a close relationship. He entered hospice not too oh. long ago. I mean, you know, you pretty much nailed everything. Um, well, I'm I'm glad only in that it, if we're on the right track, then it can offer you more support. Your dad's th- visit into hospice is what's catalyzing this for you on such a profound level because it t- takes spirituality and it brings it right here in your face. It's like all the things that we thought were true and that we believed in, get, when they get challenged, we can more easily sift through what isn't working anymore and what really makes sense and what doesn't. And... First of all, I'm sorry about your dad. I know that's a really, you you mean the world to him. Venus there at the fourth house. And I think it's allowing you, now listen, I want you to, I want you to kind of take this in and I don't want it to be sound at all frou-frou. There's a part of you building um, a way to love yourself that is, that, that he embodies and that in this process with him is being embodied for you. And it's a way for you to bring in this kind of like profound faith and recognition that there's a voice in you that never goes away that's connected to the divine and you bring that to your dad and you bring that in the interactions with him and you bring it to yourself while you're doing it and in that process you start building the strength that is never going to go away and i think what's beautiful about the cycle that you're in is you are a teacher for all of us 
and you're going to bring your wisdom. Every Sag is a teacher for us, but you're a Sag in the house of communication, and you're a Sag that's next to Neptune, the spirituality of Neptune, and you're a Sag that brings this high priestess wisdom to the world, and, and it starts in your immediate place, your immediate place. And that's why I think it's so important, this process that you're going through, it's not the prettiest process at all, but it's the most important one because it will allow you to say no to boundaries and to influences that are not supporting you. Your son in the third house with Neptune there, anything that's around you that is not good for you, you take on. And so you have to have kind of a fortress. You have to have a room that's yours, a place that's yours, a place that you say no to the world. Because you are a Jupiter in Virgo, a Mars in Virgo, a North in Virgo. I mean, Cynthia, you're here for us, and we're going to use you. (laughs) 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 You're here for the world, for real. You're going to be of service to the world, and you're going to bring this little gift you have. It's not a little gift, but I I call it a little gift in a a nurturing and embracive way, because you're going to bring this to the world and you're going to do it in the, in whatever way is going to be this method of communication you have. But look, you were given the gift of Libra rising. So people will, you can, you'll know how to talk to anybody. You have Saturn in Virgo, which keeps you incredibly humble and incredibly, I mean, poor Saturn in Virgos. There's a part of me that goes poor Saturn in Virgo because I, say that <laughs> because I don't have it there. And it's like, I know if I did have it there, I'm like, oh my gosh, I would question everything I did. And see, you guys do because you can. And what it does is it creates an a incredible moral fiber that allows you a profound integrity as long as you don't use it to turn against yourself. So during this cycle that you're in, as Jupiter is entering Leo and it's like it just got off your moon and it's now bringing you these voices that are similar, these, these people of like mind. And see, next year it goes into Virgo. And we know already next year is going to kick this cycle off for you where you have your Jupiter return, Jupiter's on your north node, it then goes on your Saturn. All this kind of comes to a purpose for you. And then it hits your, your Libra, it goes into Libra and, and you're in this if then it goes Scorpio, then Sag, I mean, you're lucky you have all these planets kind of spread out, but they're in this half of the Zodiac. So we're just entering them. And Jupiter's coming into the rescue. So if you would do me a favor, don't overanalyze where you are. Don't feel that the universe is out to hurt you. This is truly the most nurturing way for you to get rid of some of the old script and old fears. Because who's about to emerge? we're going to be grateful for that person and you're going to be doubly grateful for the experiences you had to have this happen. Does that help you? I mean, that helps me. I I can't even describe. Thank you so so much. I appreciate it so much. Well, we're thinking of you and I'm so glad you spell your name this way because I won't forget that if I see you post something. I won't. And and I want to wish you all the luck in the world and I know you're going to be, I know you have a gift to bring and I know it's going to be something that we all benefit from and I just want you to Remember, your Sag is a daughter of Zeus, and you're 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 always taken care of. If that metaphor helps you, there's a million I could give you, but just remember, it's going to be okay in the cycle that you're in. Ah, oh, the timing's amazing, and it is not easy. And that 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 was the journey of Chiron, the the symbol of Sag. He fell on a poison arrow, and he couldn't die because he was half mortal and half immortal, and so he spent the rest of his life trying to to help he tried to give himself so Zeus would get Prometheus out of pain so it was always the giver always the wise one always the sage based on that wound and you're experiencing the wound now Matt I'm saying it's going to birth us this gift so thank you 
Big hugs to you. Thank you so much. You bet, sweetheart. Thanks for calling. We'll be thinking of you. Thank you. Yes. Much love to you. Thank you, honey. Take care of yourself. Hey, I hope my sound's holding up, Christy, is it? Okay, good, good. Um, I think we have Jamel on the line. Oh, hi. Hi, handsome. <laughs> How you doing, Jamel? <laughs> you know what? I can't complain. I sure enough can't because um, when I last talked to you in Hay House, it was, a, you know, you gave me a wonderful, some wonderful information. And since then, those things have, you know, turned out. It's it just that I, have, I had a little hiccup with something out of my control that I want your advice on. But before I do that, first, I, oh, I'm just living for your shows, Mark. I really am. You know, what you over here, what you doing? I'm, I'm just, you, I don't catch it. I am. I don't catch it all the time when it's live. But when I listen to it, you be giving me little just jewels, and I love it. Like, um, even today you said the snot, you know, you're doing the snot-free detox. Yes. And I said, oh, wait a minute. I need to do the read-free detox. I'd be reading. I'd be telling people where to get off, you know. <laughs> and so I need to do, oh, yes, I do. I need to wheel it back. So, That's I mean, I'm so listening. Cute. And then when you, and when you finished with Hay House, you said, oh, well, when I first started, and I was looking at these people, and they were in, in the industry for a long time, and, ooh, they were this one, but that one, but you didn't give no name. I said, he need to write a blog. Now, I know you're busy, but you need to write just a pure, your free thought blog, and I will read it every drop. It's too, dish, it's too juicy. I love it. See, you're love a Capricorn. Oh, you my just, gosh. I should let you manage that because you would have me working all the time. I love it. And you're right. I so appreciate I love it. the feedback because it means the world that people actually hear it. And then it actually makes sense, Jamel, and I do appreciate that so much. And I want people oh, to know you are a Capricorn. Your <laughs> Thank you, buddy. That's very kind. He's a Sag rising, everybody. I mean, a Sag moon. He's a Capricorn, and he's a Taurus rising. Mm-hmm. And Jamal's been with us for a long, long time, and he's always been. He's always mm-hmm. been like this. He's always been supportive. He's always been right there. And um, so, I just want people to know that you go, you go way back with the gang here. So, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Now, let's get to your issue. Yeah. What's going on? What was the hiccup? That was a good. The hiccup is, you know, I was doing everything that um, I was, I don't know, I guess I've been falling more, you know, what's so funny this summer, I've been falling more into my intuition when I was younger. I'm not like you all. I know I, I remember I did, dealt with Colette one time. She said, yes, you are, because when I was younger, somebody come to the house and said, you're getting divorced. And my mother, they would say, Denise, how oh, Jamel, what are you doing? And it just scared me when I was in school. So I, I put it down. But recently this summer, I've been sort of getting back into that. And so things have been going good, but then a government issue came up on me, and I've been just so scared. I said, wait a minute, I know I'm going to come out of this okay, but it's nothing with crime or nothing with jail, nothing too crazy, but just right. something, you know, pretty run of the mill. But it's really been throwing me for a loop. So I, I just wanted to call and um, With some reassurance on it? Take. Yeah. Reassurance, yeah. 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 Some, whatever you're feeling. Well, here's the thing. Saturn is exactly opposite your Chiron, and it's going to be the, the, isn't it funny, the last hit is September 7th. And what that's basically telling me is um, that, that whatever it is that you feel makes you lose your safety, get symbolized in, a, in this process, like the government or whatever. It's a symbol. And it's a symbol of like a greater authority that doesn't, that isn't for you, comes into your life. And I think if you had the dream of this happening, if this were like a dream, we would really clearly be able to see that there's a part of you that is being called to bring your faith back in, called to call and bring in the belief that you are here to be taken care of, to be loved, and to be supported. See, Capricorns do the hard, the hard thing. 
They like they have to do the hard way to the top. They work hard. They believe hard work. Uh, they're the they're the creators of no pain no gain philosophy. And I want and I think what's happening is there's a part of you that every once in a while, and every Capricorn does this. They lose faith. They lose. They got to work harder. They got to. You know, they got, they feel like something's slipping. So rather than just like, well, hey, can you help me out here spiritually where they ask? They go, I got to do something different. I got to work hard. So here comes the government as a symbol of, of your uh, uh, overpowering you or, or lack of support. And it forced you, forces you to reach out for support. And it forces you to reach out for help. Mm-hmm. And it forces you to, to get words like this in your head again which is like, this is just a reflection of where we lose faith and where you believe you're not, you don't deserve a kind of life that brings you love and support and, and happiness. Mm, okay. And so you use it as, as if you had this dream. So the, but what's happening for real, Jupiter's in Leo at the very bottom of your chart. The world for you, your career, your, the things that you want, the things that you look forward to, the way you look, the way you feel, it's all expanding. It's all changing. You're starting to feel better. I, I, I see it on the horizon. There's a big change coming. I think there's a change. I don't know. Now, Jim, are you working? Do you work? Are you not working? Are you, what, what's going on with the public thing? Because your career house is definitely well, getting my public. Right. With my public face. Um, you know what? I've been a caregiver for mom. You know, she, I, it's been crazy. Yeah. And I love it to death. Would you say about, fa- and then you talk about family too. I, anyway, it is too much. I need to go to Colorado, get off my butt and come and sit with you and talk and really spill some, some tea. But, um, you know, yeah, but mom, she's been sick. And so I've been caregiving for her for over 15 years, but she's been getting better. And so what I, um, I've been trying to, uh, what is the word? Update myself, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of classes here, a little bit of this there. So I'm sort of preparing to go and to do something. Okay. Um, but what you said about the, the support, and for me unconsciously or consciously, I do go right into, I mean, just habitually, I go right into isolation because of the caregiving. And I go, oh, well, she's sick, and what, yeah. you know, what my needs mean. My, my needs don't mean nothing, so let me just go. And you're right, something will come up that will shake up a, little, you know, shake up a part of my world and go, wait a minute, i got to talk to somebody besides mom and That's my right. family. And go out there and really say, okay, just my name is Jamel. You know, here I am. I need a little help. Yeah, and I think that that is exactly right. I think in September... Mars is going to hit your Uranus, and I think what's, what's going to happen is I think things are going to catapult. There's going to be a, a quickening. So I don't think you have to worry. I think really that there's going to be a new thing that emerges in your life that's going to take your attention, and I think that this is just the, the start of it, like the, the, this whole little side, oh, uh, side caveat is to okay. distract your attention long enough to get you back on the right track. But man, I love the look of the chart. It looks like it, things are rolling in a good direction for you. Jupiter and Leo for real. Mm-hmm. And your makes your home more comfortable, makes your persona more comfortable. It makes what's happening to the world more comfortable. So when this does hit mid-September, I think you're going to be thrilled. Okay. I know. And I'm, I'm rooting for you. Let us know. I know you'll let us know. But do let us know what the oh, change yeah. was because I think we're going to hear I think we'll hear from you in a, just it's just two weeks within two week period of time this sudden shift and I can't wait to see what it is that help all right I thank you oh it helps <laughs> you always help me you know how I feel but, you know I called too we meet look, me and Mark we friends on Facebook but he's a busy busy man I know and so I rarely do him, anything so on you. Facebook but I'm glad you did. I'm glad you yes, called right. in and just know we're here and, oh, yes, and you're doing great I can hear the growth in your voice 
Yeah, I feel better. I just this thing came up, and I yeah, I like when you reassure me because I I believe you. That's just, you know it's hard for me with other people, but when you say it, okay, you know what? Let me just sort of chill <laughs> you out can. and see what's going on. I'm so glad yeah. now. Thank you, buddy. Big hugs to you. Take care of yourself. Okay. All right. Well, Hi to your mom. Love to you too. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, Christy. I got Lisa here. Hello? Hi, Lisa. Hi. Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You're a Pisces. You're a, yes, what you do coming in as a Pisces this lifetime? No, just teasing. <laughs> and you have, you also have a, um, cat, what is this? A Capricorn moon. So we've got a lot of the Capricorn thing happening. And we also have uh, Gemini rising, right? Yes. Oh, awesome. What brings you to call in the show, sweetheart? Uh, well, actually, I've never, I've been listening to you before on Hay House and now, um, at uh, 12 Radio, and I've always wanted you to do a reading for me. Okay. Just to read my general, you did nothing up uh, specifically? Uh, just, well, my kids are back to school today, and uh, uh, up until now, I've just been uh, taking care of them, and I'm about to take a mediumship course. And I just Oh, Pisces taking a mediumship course. That's awesome. <laughs> Okay, yeah, let me go over a little bit that. of what's... Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Okay, let, let's just go over it a little bit. I know that sometimes the sound delays um, kind of get a little crazy, but um, as a Pisces, your son's in the 10th house. First of all, in doing a reading, I would look at that and say there is a connection, for better or for worse, to your mom. Most Pisces have it. With yours in the 10th house, it's really there. And so you've got to look at the tie-in to mom as a, as a great example of just like if things come up for you, look at how she would deal with them, how you're dealing with them. It'll lead to some good information. Okay, now, we also have this moon in Capricorn, which means that you basically probably got this from mom too. But there's a part of you that came in with a sense of like, I have to be responsible and I have to take care of things and I have to be the the good kid and I have to, you know, you come in old. Do you relate to that part? Yes, I do. Okay, so... Overly responsible almost. When I look at this, I'm like, Lord, you have definitely been somebody who has been through, um, I'm sorry for the, the sounds in the background, but the um, uh, people don't know that I have a radio show in my life yet. <laughs> the, um, you're, you come in with this south node next to Saturn, which is like, I work hard, I, I got to be dutiful. And then when it comes to change in your life, it's very hard for you to accomplish that unless you do it like, um, oh my gosh, take care of everybody first before yourself. That's like just so Piscean and so Capricorn moonish. During this cycle that we're in right now, what we're seeing change, however, is this desire for learning, this knowledge that you, the Venus is in the 11th house, Jupiter's hitting it. You want to know more. You want to do more. You want to do it in an alternative way because you have this gift. Now there are, I just have to, I have to put a segue into, I know Christina LaFrance is teaching a mediumship course online at One to Academy. So just keep an eye open for those kind of things because it's like get, learning from people who do this as just their full living. Um, on, top of, on top of the change in this desire for pushing forward into having a new knowledge, Neptune is in Pisces. And your spiritual psychic radar is going to go off the chart. 
I want to talk to you about mom because she keeps coming up in this reading. What is your relationship to your mom? Is she well? Is she still around? What's going on? Uh, no, uh, she is. She's well. I mean, she does have some uh, health issues, but nothing, you know. Okay. I mean, she's uh, she's 76. She uh, lives about four hours away from me. And uh, our, our relationship, okay, it's just my, you know, sometimes um, she's a little bit hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a little bit. Your moon in Capricorn she shows that. Also. She's tough. Yeah. Yeah, she's tough. <laughs> but it affects you, and, right? I mean, do you feel the connection to her What I, that I was talking about? You have a cord right in her belly. You're going to know her. I mean, like, yeah. for, better, right, for better or for worse, you're connected to her. So her, her hardness even affects you. Her softness affects you, whatever it is. But there's a part of you that is... is it's a Piscean thing tying into the mom. And the reason I say that to you is because you are going to emulate to yourself the, what you learned from her and how you take care of yourself. Does that kind of make sense? That little piece right there? Yeah. Let me give you an example. Yeah. Your kids went off to school. You evaluate how you're doing as a parent all the time, I'm sure. And I'm sure there's moments where um, you're even very uh, critical about if you do something that was just for pleasure, just for you. You'll nurture yourself in the way that you, your mom would have nurtured you. Like, in other words, she expected great, you know, you know, she was tough, like you said. And so you will, I don't know that you'd ever give yourself a chance to just have a hot bath without saying, okay, that's a little indulgent. Does that make sense, that piece? Yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I want you, I know, I want to say it so much more clear, but I want you to hear it for you. You're... Yeah. You nurture yourself the way she nurtured you. That's what the tie-in does. Right. And I want you okay. to be be aware of it because there's times when you just deserve to just soak and not have a issue, not have any any voice in your head. Or if you have a voice in your head, to just notice it and not believe it if it's being critical. Right. And I think that in order to get the mediumship thing down, in order for you to expand your consciousness and, your, and, and this part of you that's so gifted in reading other people and reading the energies that have crossed over, we want to remove some of that judgment, some of the part of you that didn't know how to nurture yourself so well. So we're going to introduce to you the concept of nurturing, which is talking to yourself the way you talk to your kids when they need something, talking to yourself the way um, you would an encouraging person like a father would talk to you. Your father unfortunately isn't showing up as a very strong figure in your chart. So the voice of that dad, you've got to bring forward. Now he might have been, but in your chart it shows he, up as yeah, a... He, Go ahead. Right. He, he passed away 15 years ago. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. And I get it. So we want that voice yeah. in our head. We want a voice of love and a voice of compassion. And that's what I think you're working on your own. And during this cycle, as Jupiter goes into Leo, Leo is the father sign. We, as it moves forward and gets into that, for, for your chart, it's in the house of home, you're going to be tapping into that energy so much louder. The love of the voice, of, and the voice of the dad is the one that goes, look, I don't care what you do, I'm never going to turn on you for this. I will be your ally. I will be your friend. Does that make sense? That kind of thing? So yes. there's a point of this where... Your, your homework is to build in a sense of, of compassion, a voice of love, and a voice of support for the things you do. So when you hear the critic come in, you have another voice that goes, look, I'm going to try this, and if I trip, 
the other voice goes, if you trip, I will help you up and I will not criticize you making that choice. And we're building that because it's really hard for you, Lisa, to have that when you have a Pisces sun sign, especially when you have that right. the, the kind of the, the sort of ah, the mother who did the best she could, but where it looked yeah. a little tough and it looked a little harder and it looked a little less compassionate than it could have. Right. Like I, I wouldn't tell her about my taking a mediumship course. Right. Um, just because, well, actually, I didn't tell her. My my daughter brought it up. She's seven, <laughs> and because she like she she you know I told her so you know it's nothing it's it's nothing bad or anything like that. Plus, we watch Long Island Medium on TV, and so you know my kids know about all this. But my mom heard that, and she was like, "What are you doing?" Oh, you know she, I mean? so yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it completely, honey. I do. Like, Why? Yeah, she's like, why are you taking something like that? See, exactly. And I think that's the part of you that goes into a little guilt spiral. Like maybe she's right. And then when she's not there, you're doing it to yourself. Yeah. And that's, what we, and that's why I think it's glad you don't tell her. And it's glad you dive into this for yourself and have fun. Have a ball with it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. And the thing is, do it and don't have one ounce of regret, no matter what the outcome. That's the promise of the father. Right. Okay? Like, I'll go through this. And what if it's a horrible experience? You don't like the teacher and you don't like what you're learning. So, you did it. No judgment, no no turning back on yourself for doing it. That's the promise. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, that's what you've got to do. That's a hard commitment for you. You're a Capricorn moon. You're pretty responsible. So now you're doing something that's completely invisible and completely unvalidated except for the person that is involved, and it's scary leap. I want you to do it with confidence and not have an attachment to the outcome. You're stretching this part of yourself, and you're also taking a step away from any of the, the scripting that you absorb from mom. That's negative. Yeah. Make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're amazing Mark <laughs> you're amazing Lisa too <laughs> let's follow up yeah. with us and let us know I want to know how the class was okay whatever you end up doing yes thank you so much thank you love I appreciate it take care of yourself thanks you too bye bye okay we'll be right back Hi everybody, it's Mark. And if you're hearing me, you're not hearing your host. You can bet our super producers are doing everything they can right now to bring the sound back. So sit tight and we'll be back before you can say, don't touch that dial. <laughs> Enjoy this great song by Annie Lennox. See you in a minute. Everybody, thank you. Christy's being on the ball with this. In case our Skype connection gets a little wonky, they just upgraded and we're kind of at their mercy. And if it starts to even remotely sound and shaky, we are handling it. So thank you for that, Christy. Hey, let's talk to Sherry and then um, we probably have enough time for Sherry. Hi, Mark. I can't believe I got through. That's great. Yay, Sherry. How are you? I'm good. Um... 
I uh, I love your I listen all the time and I'm just excited I finally um, <laughs> able to get through. I'm excited too. I know it's like when you wait and wait and wait. It's like you know, everything is going to happen and then it does. And every time it does, when somebody says that, I look at their chart and I'm like, well, today Jupiter's on your Uranus. Of course, you had a surprise. I'm so glad you're a Gemini. We love <laughs> surprises for you. And you're a Sag Moon. You were born on the on the full moon, just like just after the full moon. And, um, yeah, you're a Virgo rising. So a lot of mutable charts in there. There's a bunch of you in there. <laughs> and it's good to have you call in. What brings you to call in? Um, well, I'm sure you don't have time to tell me how the entire second half of my life will go. <laughs> <laughs> I will take the time to tell guess... you that. Go ahead. I I think my biggest um, worry, since I'm, you know, a Gemini and I like to do the monkey mind, um, is my career and um, if things are going to, I'm going to be able to fully support myself. I'm divorced and, you know, getting assistance and um, doing, trying to do what I love. And I, I just, that's my biggest concern. I, I won't even ask you about love life because I've kind of given up on that kind of stuff. <laughs> No. Um, the career is the biggest uh, concern, just knowing if I'm, you know, doing what I love is going to pan out the way I hope and dream, I guess. I'm not Aww. sure how to ask it. But. Okay, no, no, no. So are you doing what you love right now? Yes. Okay, good. Um, because there's nothing that's going to take that away from you. What's going to happen because you're Jupiter and Scorpio and you're passionate and you love and you feel things deeply, you see things below the surface. It's in the house of Gemini. This little Jupiter and Scorpio is so cute. And Saturn is going to touch it. And what Saturn is going to do is say, look, I know you're dreaming big and I know you have these goals and I know you're doing what you love, but let's now get rid of all the other things that creeped in there that make it less than the most amazing thing you've ever done. So Saturn's coming along and Saturn on your Jupiter is going to bring you a more solid case for sticking with what you're doing. It's going to give you a more realistic view. It's going to let you love things more deeply. Because Saturn in Scorpio is basically saying, look, I don't want any phony stuff here. I want this to be real. And it's on your Jupiter, your dream. And I think it's going to really make you get serious enough to, to stay with it, number one. Um, you have Mercury... You have Mercury in Taurus, and Saturn opposing that right now is saying, and it is exactly, it's saying that sometimes you feel a little alone in your quest here, and you feel like it's kind of ostracized you a little bit, because Mercury is the ruler of Gemini, and Saturn are saying, like, I feel a little alone, I'm thinking, anyway, and because you don't, you're not getting a lot of direct feedback, or you're not getting a lot of direct information that you, that, that you have, because you, I think you're thinking outside the box a little here. Now, as we move forward... Pluto just hit your Saturn. Can I just tell you this? When Pluto hits your Saturn, it can be one of the most hardest times we ever go through. Because every fear we ever had face comes up and hits us in the face. Well, Jupiter hits your Saturn, guess how often? Once every 270 years. And yours just got hit. So now you have to worry about that the next 270 years. <laughs> it's over, right? That's the point. You did it. 
You're not doing it anymore. You never have to do Saturn. You never have to do Pluto on your Saturn again. You never have to face those fears. And do you recognize it? Did you recognize even last year as being a little like scary or year before? I mean, oh, has yeah. it right? I mean, okay. So you've been through some stuff. We know you're never going to have to face that again this lifetime. It's over. It's over. Relax. Now, Jupiter is in Leo. I know. Jupiter's in Leo. It's on your Uranus. That rules your sixth house of work. So get wherever Jupiter is, you get a kiss, a blessing. It means that something's going to bring this, this change to you, this change that you want to have. It's going to come and it's going to be the way you want to see it, which is helping others. I think it's about helping others. I know you didn't say that, but this is going to bring something to other people, bring something to your an ideal that you believe in. And then... Jupiter goes into Virgo, as we've told everybody next year, and that's your rising sign. And that'll be like 2003, only at a higher octave. So you've grown, you're expanding, Saturn's going to bring you the security that you're looking for, Pluto has already made you purge, you might have to give up a couple of, there's some people fighting you right now, um, I don't know what that's about, but it's like a, maybe it's a, um, I mean, it could be related to your mama, but mostly this looks like um, some kind of push. Oh, I know. It's like you're fighting a sense of duty and responsibility. Are you not or are you? Is there a part of you that goes, I want to do this, but I have to take care of this? Is there any of that going on? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, you know, I, have, I still have a, um, <laughs> I do, I get scattered too by, um, doing something and then trying to do everything. That's the okay. And I do think it's like the doing what you love part is just going to get refined. I'm going to leave it at that. Cause right now it feels like there's a million other things that could pull you away from that. And it's not going to happen. But right now there's an exhilaration. There's an excitement. There's a change. It's in the air. It's going to get solidified and it's You're going to get rid of the thing that you thought was it that's in the way. And, and that's what's going to be the surprise here. But you are so on target. And wait until, give it at least 10 more days. And exactly, no, let's say 10 more days. There's a little surprise for you. And, and that'll be the omen. And I want you to keep an eye open for that. Okay, Sherry, we are out of time. Take that with you, though. I'm excited for you. Thank you um, so much. Thank you, I thank thank you. you so much. And good luck. Please don't be afraid to let us know how you're doing. Um, okay. okay, Sherry, thank you, honey, so much. Everybody, thank you. I hope you had a good time in your, our little astrological class. We're going to do the same thing as the weeks go on. We're just going to get deeper with it so you get a better feel of how to do this. And then we're going to have a sale this week, Thursday. I just sent out minutes for people to play with 12listen.com and the associates there. If you've never abused the minutes, you got some. If you did, you probably didn't. That's just the way it is. Um, this is Mark Husson. I so thank you for your love and support. Let's keep playing with the stars. I'll have a lot to tell you next week as we go into some great planetary play, play time. Okay. And a lot to talk about next week. Take care of yourselves. Bye you guys.